Um, does she know who I am? So she might. I don't know. We'll have to ask Katie. I, I, probably not, actually. If she's younger than you, we were we were far enough apart that she probably didn't. She probably doesn't know who I am. I mean, actually. she could. I mean, just because we had those links like the Susarettas and like the Matt Bomers in the upper classes that were also like kind of coolies. <laughs> Lindsay, why did you keep announcing my name is Boomer? Matt, leave me alone. I was really nervous up there. Lindsay, we've run track together for three years. <laughs> hey, you don't understand the pressure I was under up there in that press box, Matt. I thought you said Matt Bomber. <laughs> I can't remember what I said. Whatever I did, I said his name wrong. <laughs> he was like, Aww. what is wrong with you? I'm like, dude, I'm 17 years old and I'm announcing this track meet. I've never had any training. There's like 4,000 kids in our high school. That's nerve-breaking. <laughs> nerve-breaking? Nerve-wracking. Now, listen, you put me in front of a microphone now, I will announce the shit out of that track meet. But back then, yeah. I was not prepared. Fifta Sisters. On this week's episode, we have a very special guest, a blast from the past, and a fellow Bearcat. Go Bearcat! A very dear friend of mine from high school very own Katie Smith Flynn, all the way from Colorado. Katie has been shopping for herself as a buyer exclusively secondhand for three years and has been inspired by our podcast to become a Poshmark seller. You're welcome, Katie. And welcome all to right. the podcast. <laughs> this, this week's episode is Katie from high school. Woo! <laughs> hey, listener, it's me, Lindsay. Lacey couldn't make it. She's super busy, but I wanted to tell you two quick things before you get started into this week's episode. One, we interviewed Katie from high school. We went off the rails. She is hilarious. You do not, I promise you, want to miss one moment of comedy gold out of this woman's mouth. But that being said, if you are here only for the thrifting and reselling talk, you might want to go ahead and skip to minute 20. I seriously do not recommend you do that though listen to what this woman has gifted you with her comedic genius. Two, now is the part of the show where we always tell a little Britney story. Well, Katie from high school had her own Britney story. So enjoy Katie from high school, Britney story. So let's go to Britney. Okay. Let me tell yes. you. Yes. We digress, which is very normal for this podcast. Don't so worry. Don't worry. I'm going to cut out most of this. Let me give you the segue <laughs> to this. Um, my husband, who's heavily tattooed, his best friend is a really renowned tattoo artist in LA. Um, I don't want to drop his name because this is his story. So like, I, I like, I don't know. I don't want to own it, but this is my second degree to like, this is close to I've ever gotten to Brittany. Um, so although sometimes I do feel entrapped and I empathize deeply with, with Brit. Yeah. 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 Um, but I digress. So apparently during the height of the 2008, nine, a little after, after the traumatic, um, Brittany, um, he woke up one day to find Brittany and her entourage in his tattoo parlor. She wanted a hand tattoo. And so he said that she was super hesitant. He, you know, just kind of was feeling her out. She picked out her design. He applied, um, you know, whatever they do before the purple ink to guide you and all of that. And probably not even like a minute or two in, she got up and left. Oh, wow. Wow. If you go, and I looked this up so that you can see at the August 2010 Britney Cosmo cover, it's the bright pink with the black corset. It says hot issue in the top right. But on her right hand, which would be on 
the flip side, right? Mm -hmm. If you look, you can see there's a weird, faint little tattoo on her hand. Oh, that's so fun. So like, the, that's so cool. So like the, the, just the temporary one he had put on there was still on her. No, she, he had only done just like a minute's worth of work oh, on it. started. And she started. was like, I'm out. And she just left. Okay. What is it? The Cosmo, Brittany, what year? August 2010 Cosmo, Brittany, I, pink cover, black corset. I probably had this um, magazine like framed in my house at the time. It's really hard oh, I remember, to see. Yeah. On the ingrained ones, like sometimes I, I was able to find, I think, one once I flipped through that you could actually zoom in at a best enough quality. I love yeah, it. The, I love the, update. yeah, the pictures aren't like clear. Mm -hmm. It's all the pictures of the Oh, I remember this picture. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So Oh, I see it. I see it. It's by her thumb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had her. <laughs> I literally, when I lived by myself in Austin, I had... Uh, um, posters of Britney framed in my hallway. Yep. I was like 25 or six. <laughs> you know, I am only around three years older than um, Harry Styles' girlfriend. And it really gives me the will to live every single day because <laughs> you have a small chance. Yeah, that's how Mariana, yes. music director, director slash friend extraordinaire Mariana Bell also feels the same way about him. She's obsessed. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. she does. Totally, totally age appropriate now. It yeah, it gives her. It gives. She's like, man, this could happen. I I can keep going. <laughs> Thank you, Olivia Wilde. Thank you. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is all my fault because Lacey kept saying, "Are you spelling her name right?" And I'm like, "Yes." I'm I even spelled it out loud. I was like, "It's K A I T I E." I changed the spelling of my name. I think in fifth grade after a really existential crisis, my first Tori Amos album. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I demanded that my parents like respect the fact that I changed my nickname because I mean, oh my God. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been horrible the rest of my life. I thought I was so cool, but I also was a Smith. So I really <laughs> wanted to be different. Mm, you couldn't be just a Katie. No, Katie. I refused yeah. to hate Browns, Joneses, like that was a whole <laughs> genre. Of I will not go back to this life. I will escape no. it. <laughs> and now people are like, oh, how do you spell your name? I'm like, oh, I'm so exotic. K-A-I. <laughs> so now I'm in like Flint. So there. <laughs> and you could even change like it's Smith with a Y. Oh, yes. My, I could have just gone with Smith. I could have been Lady Smith. Chaotic Smith. <laughs> Akali is just going to freak out if she can't argue. So I think this will be better. Okay. Lindsay right. has dogs. She understands. Yeah, I have, well, I have, to, go ahead. I have to lock mine upstairs sometimes because. Well, you know, we were good until I got cancer. And then they like become oddly like traumatized and like Aww. my German shepherd who never really cared about me, to be honest, <laughs> as my husband's dog, suddenly she like can't leave my side. Isn't that interesting? It is. What's crazy is when I had my surgery and I was like, she like, I, was, I finally got home from the hospital and like nobody was in my room, obviously because of COVID, like it, which complicated yeah. freaking the world and me having to do it all by myself. Oh my God. And so... I like could not have the dog in with me. I was like, screw that. What's the point? Like, you know, yeah. My dad came to visit. She wouldn't let my dad in the room. <gasps> oh she my gosh. She been aggressive, but she knew I was like down. I was hurt. Like, nobody oh, should wow. be in there. Why is this man? So, oh, that's yeah. so interesting. So, yeah. So, she's still like super connected know? to you. 
She is. She's not as aggressive. Um, we've had we're like in the process of refinishing our basement so we can actually have a real master bedroom and a bathroom all to our own. Like a yeah. I know it's so awesome living in expensive Denver. Like I, <laughs> I coming from Texas where land is cheap. Or yeah. you guys probably live in the south and have really nice huge homes. Um. For the price that we pay here, I could have like live in maids. I could have a, yeah. all I really want is, um, one of those lazy rivers in my backyard. Yeah. yeah. Right. Is that so much to ask? I don't, I don't want so. a pool, just a lazy river. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, we obviously, I lived this crazy double life. I'm poor now. I, you know, but I definitely very shit's Creek, right? It took me a long time. <laughs> um, I, I was raised very privileged in this weird, we had a, a great pool, but like my parents were never really there. I was an accident. My mom had me at 40 with like a uh, one fallopian tube that was tied. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, what, yeah. What so, neighborhood were you in? Champions Forest. Okay. And so I literally like, but because my parents were so much older, they don't, they didn't have friends that had kids my age. So, like, I was raised by a series of, like, nannies, carting me to things. Now, don't get me wrong. They loved me and all of that. But when they decided (laughs) to check in when I was, like, 14, it was too late. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. I had mono for a whole summer in 92. And I think, like, I literally (laughs) was all by myself. And I watched MTV Beach House, like, Eric Nees. Um. So yeah, uh, that's that's part of my life story. So we had a bathroom <laughs> pool, which was cool when I could like on the odd occasion have friends over. Um, the other thing was I really just wanted to go to Ravino all the time, and we had like, yes. a full membership. But like my parents, although we had money, they came from nothing, so it was like a big deal to spend money. Like, why would you do that? We got a pool here. I'm like, but you have to pay for the Rabbitoh membership. So why can't I just go swim with all the friends? Lindsay, I know I say that. Like, our parents ruined us because we didn't have a pool. And then we moved to Houston where mm-hmm. we had a pool and a hot tub. And then we've spent the rest of our adult lives going, but where's my pool and my hot tub? <laughs> oh, in my backyard. Oh, I'm like, it's cold here. I don't know. I was forced to move to Denver. And then I fell in love with an incredible man and started this life here. So I can't resent it anymore. And every day I make myself say like, oh, look at those mountains as I drive to Walmart, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will say after COVID, I'm super happy of my life choices of not living in Texas ever again. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm very happy to live here in a, in a very free state of Colorado right now. No, yes. no um, hate towards Texas for making me the woman I am and know exactly what I want and don't want. Um, don't forget the Whataburger. It's a oh, part of who you are. Well, so they're building <laughs> one in the Springs. Um, and it's so funny. Everybody in my life knows two things about me that I like Whataburger and Bluebell. So like anytime yes. anything happens with those two events, everybody like blows me up. Like, oh my God. I've got <laughs> like when Bluebell went national, it was like, Katie! No, it's <laughs> not here. It's not this national. Have you I am so sad for you? Like I cried. I had to go through a whole pregnancy without Bluebell. <laughs> it was really it was hard. I was don't hard. even think about Bluebell that often. And like literally just last week. I was like scanning the ice because I was like at the store. John's like, hey, pick up some French vanilla. I'm like, because I'm usually not the ice cream buyer. It's usually him. I'm like, let me just check and see. Wegmans has a ton of, we have a huge ice cream. No, there's no blue bell. No blue bell. There's no blue bell. But when I left Klein High School, my parents retired and moved to a bigger champions forest called Bentwater on Lake Conroe. Mm-hmm. Our dad lived there. Yeah. Our dad I, lived and there. I lived there with him for like six months. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, my. My family lives there. Um, 
And they actually built, they started building a house there. They bought the land when I lived in like the nineties or whatever. And then they were one of the first homes. I was the first teenager to actually live there. And that's a whole nother podcast. (laughs) Um, It was very lawless and old people and it it involved a lot of golf carts. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had jet skis. Dad dad bought a jet ski when I moved in with him. I was just jet skiing around that lake by myself. Could have been killed. Oh my God. The best year of my life was at Binwater. It was, I, I was, I had just graduated grad school and I was moving to London. Um, and I was waiting on my visa to come in. So I had this summer where I had to live with my parents, you know, and I couldn't really get a job because it really wasn't long enough. Cause at any moment I could get this visa and they had gone on vacation. So I'm living at their house and their house, there's an actual golf green and then the lake. And it's one of the very rare houses that has both golf and lakefront, which apparently that's a big deal, whatever. <laughs> They're going to tear his house down and build like a new house anyways. Like obviously it's one of the first ones built. It screams 90s. Like I'm sure there's a room with like geese and scarves and bonnets. <laughs> Um, onto the pink wall. Yes. I yes. laid out all summer, went fishing all morning. I would have the beverage cart girl from the golf cart. She could bring me beer as she uh-huh. just <laughs> bill it to the parents. Like when they get home from vacation, they're like, holy crap. And I'm like, you guys just didn't have a lot of food. It's so far out here. I just, <laughs> it, was far. it was like 12 minutes to get to that mm-hmm. stupid crows and you had to go across that bridge. That bridge, well, I hated that bridge. That Kroger's really. It's more like it's more like a superstore. My mom was like, "Oh, Katie, I got you this chair at Kroger's." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and then I go to their Kroger's, and it's like gallery furniture lives with inside their Kroger's <laughs> next to the Whataburger that's right there. When I lived there, there was one stoplight. Okay, in Montgomery. <laughs> there was it was lawless. There were the ladies. There were teenagers kept- out in front of that Kroger that were pregnant. And smoking, mm-hmm. shit you not, all the time. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. why are they all pregnant and smoking? Well, that, I don't understand. that's lit, honey. And that's the other side of the bridge. We don't mm-hmm. talk about it. And we don't like, if you're from Montgomery, you straight up say that. You're like, I'm sure Willis, no offense, Willis, is going to be like, I don't know. I'm sure they're on the up and up. Um, <laughs> I used to go camping on Willis all the time. Yeah, I had a lot of makeup sessions out there. Yeah. Hopefully not oh. with Willis men. No, oh no 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 no! With with the, with the Klein High School uh, baseball team, right? All of them. Ooh, yes. the, the yeah, entire yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. My high school boyfriend was named Bubba. Oh. God given legal name. Wow. Yikes. He does not look like a Bubba, and um, he goes by Michael now. Shout out, Mike. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's listening. And and he uh, married the first woman that he dated after me. Um, also a bear cat. No, they're, they're bears. Oh. I was a bear oh, cat okay. to a bear. Uh, <laughs> and then I refused to go to Baylor because like, I mean. Screw that. You mind saying? So I was like, <laughs> um, I'm proud of oh, I can't believe we're talking to you. I know. First of all, you guys have never met. Mm-hmm. So but, Lindsay, Katie, Katie, Lindsay. So I, this is my story in Lacey's life. It was very brief, but like yes. very impactful. First off, like, I feel really bad about anybody that knew me at that period in time. Like, I have since learned that I had gone through a a large amount of trauma and I didn't know. Like, I, in fact, it wasn't until recently when I had cancer and was told I, like, had six months to live and this whole other Lifetime podcast when this turns into, like, Soul Sister Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the Patreon. That's the Patreon. The Patreon. (laughs) 
So yeah, so I was actually the only freshman ever to be in varsity drama ever inclined. Yep. And what it was beautiful and it sucked. It it sucked because I had, you had a lot of pressure put on you. Nobody taught me how to do anything and I was just expected to do everything. Yeah. Also, I was given a really poor choice of partners to be a mentor with that tried to introduce me into a lot of drugs. Who? I can't tell you. Ah! You guys don't know them though. Like, okay. or, or you or them or they okay. or every, every genre. Um, I, um, <laughs> but that person was very isolated, isolating and didn't allow me to make any friends within the department. That person did not like our department director. And like, so then at the very end, when, when, our teacher finally put all the pieces together. She tried to put me with like the best. He's so awesome. I talked to him yesterday, actually. Oh, you did? Because I ran over a mouse accidentally in my garage. I mean, there was like, how is that? Po- like, is there a positive from it? And I was like, Brad did that like mice killing humorous. <laughs> oh, you had Brad? <laughs> yeah, Brad was yeah, my last record. But yeah. it was like too little too late. Like by that time, she had already set her sights on someone else. She already like had decided that she didn't want me to be a part of drama. She like, I don't know. It sucked because looking back and being a teacher myself, all the red flags were there for that teacher to recognize what was really happening to me. And she did not see anything past her own hairspray covered glasses. All right. And she, she woman... treated me really poorly. And what sucks too is my mom yeah. was a very big booster. My mom was very connected politically, got them a new light board, raised like something crazy, like $30,000, $40,000 for them to renovate that auditorium. Holy cow. Um, she always like did all this stuff. And like in the end, it was sad. And like it was one of the reasons I moved. Um, and and to be honest, if my dad had been more understanding, I should have just gone to HSPVA and like gone with Lee Pace and like done my thing. Um, yeah, I think and, he knew what he was doing when he oh, left. Oh, he totally did. <laughs> and and like and sadly too, I was freaking in love with Matt Bomer. And when we, when we I was in love with Brad. What's <laughs> so funny? My my mom was in love with Brad, and I was like, when, Brad, when I see the, the signs, girls. I know. Yeah, we did not see the not, signs. I got to kiss Matt Bomer and a whole bunch of other of uh, the senior guys when I did one act because Home Chick peaced out to go to BYU. Like, oh, that's uh, right, audition. So I got to be the stand-in for like practices and stuff. Yes, um, in the one act play, and it was awesome because I just got to kiss all these hot guys. It turned out gay, <laughs> and so anytime we watch Magic Mike, I'm like, yo, I made out with him. And my husband's like, yeah, and he's made out with every other man too. You know? <laughs> Although I am mad that Matt Bomer isn't Superman because I think he's more of like, right? no, that was devastating. And I talked about this. We think it was much better for his career that it did not happen right, because, because the, the guy who got Superman at that point when Bomer was up for that part, like he killed his career because that yeah, that's true. was not good. And that guy's, yeah, that, great, yeah. I, I feel that. And Bomer has that been on, like, he's done very an amazing well. trajectory oh. ever since. Yeah. Oh, obviously. Go Bomber, go Bearcats. And yeah, let me just say, Bomber. he was a fucking fantastic person. Sorry. He I know. Was. He I know. was awesome. He, like, he is awesome. Is. He's an awesome person. 
<laughs> like so Bone I wasn't, diggity. Um, so yeah, I I I am proud. Like we had, I don't know, there's this reality TV show I want us to sign up for, but basically the premise is listen, no, don't laugh at me. The premise, I'm not, we're giggling with you. The premise is this is the only reality show I do. The premise is you basically get all your high school drama team from back in the day and you put on yes, a production. Yes. <laughs> I'm loving this idea. <laughs> I'm loving it. Hey, I'm loving it. Get, I mean, get Kristen Bell behind this project, maybe like pitch it to her. Well, and it is will it be you or me? Like, when you have these fantasies about writing plays or books, like you already cast it with the people we went to high school with. <laughs> I do. I'm like, dude, Brad, like the fact that Brad isn't famous blows my mind. I know. He was so or talented. Sue. I mean, still, he's Holy, alive. <laughs> Holy crap. Sue? Yeah. 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 Sue is so talented. It is so talented. There was some crazy talent that came out of our high school. And then you look at Andy McDowell and you're like, she's famous. (laughs) Thrifter Sisters. (laughs) So Um, in um, 2000, I want to say 18, almost 19. Um, I decided to make a New Year's resolution for, I'm guessing the year 2019. I wrote it down. Um, and I decided that I was not going to buy any new clothing except for bras and underwear and socks. Um, and that I, I, that. I was only going to buy items from my thrift stores. I live equidistant, uh, probably a mile each way from a Goodwill and an Ark. I also have a very, very intimate relationship with both companies as I had, um, before I had cancer, I had devoted my whole entire life, um, to people with developmental disabilities and challenging behavior. Um, and a lot of the population of people I worked with were employed by ARC and by Goodwill. So I have been deep, deep into like looking at like what the other side of it looks like before I even got to this side. Um, I, in my past, have loved used items. I was a late-in-life child. Um, my grandmother recently passed away at 107. Oh, so, that was unreal. I know. Yeah. And she was my best friend. So it's super sad because like, she had all her marbles. We were super close. And it, it was really – it was hard. It still is. But the cool part is my whole life, both my mom and my grandmother – and my grandmother, in a weird twist of fate, because um, it was a small town, um, was my mom's home ec teacher. So – um, they always prided themselves on like using older things. Everything had a sentimental value. Both my parents were born in the great depression. Um, my dad's in his mid to late eighties now. So he, although my father has a lot, he like is very picky on how he acquires and almost never gets rid of it. So my mom was like a rich hoarder. She, in the end, when they retired, she built this like huge place in Bentwater, but 90% of it was storage. She has this thing called a Texas basement. So it's built over the garage to store her summer furniture while her winter furniture is out. Um, I have never heard of any of those words you just said. I know. And I'm obsessed. And it, I love that. It might be something that my mother invented, but I think what's. No, it makes total sense. What, what's crazy <laughs> is, what's crazy is both my parents literally had nothing growing up. 
And early on, when they had my brother and sister in the 60s, my dad was, was, they were moving all the time because of his work. And my mom handmade and sewed all of their clothes, all their doll clothes, their Barbie clothes. Like, so when I came along, my mom was the opposite. Like, we're just going to buy it. We're not going to, you know. However, my mom never got rid of it. So last year, I inherited eight boxes of my childhood clothes from the 80s. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, we were very sister wives back then. Everything <laughs> had on it. There were lots of buttons, um, lots of pinafores. We love seer suckering it up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And unfortunately, I mean, well, fortunately for me, I have a daughter. However, she is very fashion forward at four. <laughs> Um, has a very unique sense of style. And sometimes she will go for like the cottage core. Um, <laughs> sometimes she won't. Um, so the other thing is there's not a market for vintage 80s youth clothing right now. Go figure. It also right. like a health hazard. It's lots of bows and like tying mm. around necks and like, I don't know. <laughs> it's a big deal. So I've always really liked to try to buy old things, go to garage sales and things like that. Um, I also have an issue where if I have like a sentimental attachment to something, I don't care what it looks like. I'm going to keep it. Case in point is this. I'm not emotionally attached. This is my husband's nightstand, his horrible lamp from when he was in his <laughs> 20s. All of this is sentimental to him. I'm pretty sure he got this at Target in 1999. Why would he um, be attached to a nightstand? <laughs> Exactly. We're getting there, ladies. The rest of it happens like pottery barn, right? Although, no, I, I take that back. I, I've been collecting Danish modern and mid-century um, since before it was cool. So when I first moved to Denver, I lucked out. I bought all these pieces, but then I had children. And we can't have nice right. things. No. no. So no. everything is, is They destroy so our joy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So one thing that I have to keep in mind is I do live in Denver and I don't have a lot of storage. And I really was going into this more. I had made one trip to our new Goodwill. Where we live is a pretty nice affluent area. And I was really perplexed why overnight they put in this huge, massive Goodwill. Now, in my experience, Goodwill does not treat their employees fairly. They overprice items and they don't have the best reputation for really supporting developmentally disabled workers. Um, so although it kind of goes against my morals to like do a lot of work and shopping at Goodwill, where I live, I can supply a full designer wardrobe after four trips easily. Yeah. I wear not so my goals of that year. I was only going to buy designer labels. Oh my gosh! I was only you know I would no Target labels. Like I was only going to do what I considered designer or expensive taste in my book. Right? I was not right. you know. Um, I decided like this is how it's going to be, and then it became this addiction, almost like this high, because I came out one day with like three pairs of Pilcrow uh, pressed jeans. Those yeah. are from Anthro. Um, two pairs of Hudson jeans. Um, one of the pairs of Hudson jeans still had tags on them and it looked like they hadn't even like hemmed the bottom or reattached. Um, and the tag alone on that one said $256 and they were my Holy size. Um, 
Then because we live in Colorado, there's Patagonia, there's North Face, there's all of those genres. Um, I dig vintage 70s. I collect moo-moos of the the polyester variety. Um, (laughs) I was sick for several years. So I was like, if I'm going to be sick, I might as well have an elaborate wardrobe. (laughs) Um, I I mean, I was going to be a woman of leisure. Like, yes, yes. So yeah, definitely. Um, So I did that. I also really dig vintage things that... um, just household items. I fortunately um, in, in inherited a lot of Pyrex and things that are of really high value now that at the time I loved them because it was my grandma's or this, that, and the other. Um, so my helpful hints for where I live is the Goodwill where I live, first of all, is amazing at drive through I'm not a reseller yet. I'm obviously taking your crash course. I'm Yay. almost 75% okay. through all of wait, 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 wait. Are you actually learning anything? <laughs> I am. Now, the hardest thing for me is the lingo. First of all, I'm very isolated where I'm at. I don't, I'm I'm not cool enough to have TikTok. Like I, I also have like- Me neither, Katie. It's okay. okay. I also like, I don't know, like I have a confession. I have a severe fear of like, not necessarily selling the item. The shipping side of it scares the shit the crap out of me. So you need oh. a shipping episode. Yes. Okay. And okay. This love, is very helpful. I would love a terminology episode as well. So let's break down the lingo that we use. What are, what's sourcing? What does bins mean? Blah, 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 blah. Like this is all good stuff. Yeah. For Thank you. Oh, me too. There, I have yet to go to the bins, but I know where the bins are. And I've heard <laughs> that our bins are better than all the bins. Oh, uh, so ladies! I may have to just to come and live in your closet. No, 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 no! Come to Denver on a next vacation. We will like no problem there. We'll get an Airbnb, no kids, and we will thrift it and source it up. And you guys come with empty suitcases. Yes. I love this idea for us. So you know, and then we'll you know, and that'll be our girls' trip. You know, love it. really, you can break my bin, Cherry. We can like go up in there with hazmat suits. <laughs> that was me popping your cherry. So for me, <laughs> the Goodwill by my house has a lot of high-end clothing. I've also noticed with the pandemic, um, a lot there was a lot of people getting rid of a lot of stuff, like a lot of wealthy women staying at home. Um, there's also a lot of athletic wear that I don't wear. I I own one pair of yoga pants and it's really hard for me to wear. I'm one of those jean relaxers. I'm weird. Yeah, I know. That does explain yourself. I know. Well, <laughs> no, but I also, that was a thing in the nineties. Like I, I remember coming home from like speech tournaments and stuff that we would go to, or like if we were in rehearsal all day wearing skirts, mm-hmm. I was like, I can't wait to get home and put on my jeans. Well, for like, me, I don't feel the same I, way now. I um, have a huge, huge medical issue where I wasn't born with an ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, when I wear yoga pants, after about two hours, it looks like I'm just smuggling drugs. It, it's bad. Um, so, you know, breathe. every now and then I can find like a good cut, but I also am now like so anti-paying full price for anything because yeah, it's right. Yeah. I can rip off because I'm getting designer stuff for $8.99. And, and, and yeah. I am with you. Like now that I do this, I can't like painful price for freaking anything. It's just like out of like, it's, no, I'm not, yeah. it's not happening, but we do not have like, 
I'm sure you've heard us lament about it over and over on the pod. Like that just doesn't happen here. Like I can get Patagonia, but at the buy, sell, trade. See, and that's why you guys need to come out here for a real source. And it probably would pay for itself. I guarantee oh, you. Like, um, Can we yeah. tax right off? Well, <laughs> just write yeah. it off. So when you guys actually asked me to be on here that day, I just went to Goodwill for fun. And usually I can spend anywhere between like 10 to 30. I have a big system. I know where everything's at. I get pissed when they change their crap, which like Goodwill decided they wanted to do color coordination all of a sudden because Mm -hmm. that's what ARC was doing, which really blows. Like, I don't dig that. Like, I don't know. Um, The ARC has a lot better books, which I know you guys aren't into reselling books, but holy crap, that's the other thing. Like I was super sick. I'm very isolated. So what am I going to do? I'm going to try to read. Well, I literally had small children that I had to tend to up until I got sick. So like, what's everybody reading? Well, if you go to those places, they're all like really nice books. They're all Reese book club, Oprah's book club, you know? So like to spend money on like, I don't know, I have this system as well where I like right now, since I'm not trying to make money off of it, I believe in the positive energy of the resale, right? So yes. I go in and I just open myself and I say, you know what, Ark, I've donated so many beautiful designer things to you. Like today, you're going to just bless me with what I need. And I go up in there and it never fails. If a good song comes on, I try to find a connection. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> what is this, this telling sign? This is a sign. What am I not seeing here? Like, let me dig deeper. Like, you know, I'm also very blessed that there aren't a lot of resellers by me. So it isn't this mad dash. Like, how is that um, possible? In Denver, it feels like there would be. Yeah, it does. I'm not in Denver. I am in a secret little place that we're not going to mention. No, we are not. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Um, and, and the mentality, a lot of the women around me is to buy new and I don't fault them for that. Like I, I have much love. My really bestest friend up here has a lot of money. Um, and so she can, you know, she's got a lot of girls. She can buy all the things. I love it. Cause I get her hand-me-downs, you know, it's awesome. Yeah, those are the best friends. But, like, I think it would possibly kill her to put a jacket that had been previously owned by another person on her child. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think, I don't know why. Like, maybe that's, like, and for me, like, I think, too, for my mom, personally, she was cool with everything used except for clothing. And I think that's because she came from having to, like, make her own clothes and it was such Mm -hmm. a big deal, you know. Um, But, like, I don't have any qualms about any of, of the things, like. Um, I also, right before I got super sick, realized that like I had a too much clothing. I'd also lost 30 pounds and I couldn't really figure out what size I was and I didn't want to spend money on more clothes. So it was cool. It was the first time in my life I'd ever been a size zero. I don't recommend it. I hated it. <laughs> We've both been there. It's not a good life. It's not a good, no, yeah. No, it is not a good life, but there's so much more selection yep. everywhere you go. Yep. It really, really, yeah. The other thing that's really amazing about the area that I live in is that there, um, there's a magical season around here right at the beginning of summer where everybody garage sales. Ooh. And let me give you some tips about garage sailing. You know, one, bring your own bag. Two, bring a small child with you as annoying as it might be. 
Um, I recently got a Dunian Burke that I will, I have to find somewhere. It's atrocious and awesome and horrible. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but you're going to resell it, Katie. I know. Yeah. I'm going to get, I'm going to get guts and sell this stuff, but I have, I've been making a pile of designer things that I'm going to like through your good faith learn. I opened my first Poshmark account last week. Yay, like good I, job. I, I know I'm baby steps, baby steps. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. There. Baby steps. Um, so yeah, when you guys asked me, I did like literally a 10 minute search of my local goodwill and I came out with six items. Um, three of which were almost brand new, um, acrylic sweaters from banana Republic. Um, the others were a brand called Prana, P-R-A-N-A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that, am I saying it right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I believe- sold a pair of Prana and they had some use on them. Like they were fleece lined Prana. Boyfriend jeans. And they sold in a day for $50. Well, yeah. tell you, there is some woman my size who's addicted to Prana and, and pill crow jeans. And I love you, whoever you are. You, you, <laughs> you keep, you keep, buying, you keep the donating. You complete her. No, but like literally there, I can tell when she's donated because she's my size and like, I, and that's what she likes. And like the, the other thing too, is we might have people that are big buyers, but they go for the kids stuff. And so we have a lot, a lot of consignment for small children. And I think that's because everybody here has ski equipment, child, you know what I mean? So I'm not going to find little kids, great stuff. I'm not, it just isn't going to happen for me. That's not where we're at. Um, also, you know, I live in a suburb. It's so much more convenient for these people to take it here than to go into Denver and actually do it. I'm lazy. I'm going to go in, I'm going to do a quick lap. If I don't see, if I'm not getting the right vibe, if they don't have the right things out, then I'm just going to jet. It's probably safer for me to like leave before I spend anything. Um, yeah, see, that's, that's the right mentality. That's that's, like, we are, um, our options are so limited here. It's like, we'll force ourselves to stay and it'll be like two hours. I'm like, I got nothing. I got a a cart full of crap. Yep. Yep. And, and, and so for me, there's just days that are super off. I know with Goodwill too, I don't know with ARC, they tend to be able to flip around stuff that they get right there on site. And Goodwill, I think has to send a lot of stuff out to corporate and re like, I can go to my Goodwill sometimes and see that they just got a clothing shipment and there's just freaking clothing everywhere. And like, woohoo, right now they have no books. So that shows me they didn't get their book shipment in. Um, the ARC, a lot more, I see a lot more vintage uh, furniture. Um, I mean, and these are higher end pieces. I think they probably like, I wish I was one of those, like, I'm going to make it pretty and slip. Cause like the, I mean, I, I could do that all day really. Yeah, if I was there's, there's people that make good, like make good money off of doing that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, you know, I really dig, like, I, I like estate sales as well. Um, if you are going to thrift for resale for vintage items, truly online estate sales, um, you know, going in person to estate sales, especially on the last day, um, that's just insane. Sometimes people just give you stuff at the end of an estate. Really? Well, the last two, especially if it's a family that's doing it themselves and not through a company, um, I mean, that's where you get luck out with small children. You know, if you, you know, I, so my kids call the ARC and the thrift store, the garage sale store. (laughs) That's cute. And sometimes they're excited to go with me and sometimes not. 
They've accepted that. Um, and, and I, to be honest with you, I could buy used clothes for them there. If I tried. there just isn't anything. Like I said, there's too much picking in that, in that genre, you know, um, really it's all, I'm, I'm just like swimming in women's clothing right now. High end women's clothing. Uh, awesome. If shipping was cheaper, man, if shipping was cheaper, I would just box that crap no. and be like, Give me X let me tell you. So, but Poshmark, if you are selling through Poshmark exclusively, um, you don't pay for shipping. You can choose to discount your buyer's shipping by like either a few dollars or give them free shipping. Or you can just say, this is my price. And the buyer has to pay for all of the shipping. I do. And then you like, just so the shipping is like seven ninety. Right. You print out a label. You can get free packaging from the post office. Now, what about how do you now? Okay. Let me back up about my trauma about around shipping. And let me explain this. When I was super sick. So for those of you that don't know, like out of the blue one day, I like got dementia, lost my hair, didn't know who I was and went to the doctor. And I was told that like, we don't know what's wrong with you. I needed blood transfusions. They were like, oh, we found this. We found that. Like, it was a really scary process. Um, But like, I don't know, the whole time I knew I had cancer, everybody was convinced I had cancer. They just never found it. So then they finally told me that I had this really rare blood cancer and had six months to live during that time. When was that? What year was that? That was, that was March of last year. Yeah. So I being from Houston knew that the best place for cancer is MD Anderson. So I sold my soul and paid for a second opinion at MD Anderson. And they told me, cause they were preparing me for a stem cell transplant and COVID was just happening. So I didn't want a stem cell transplant and COVID in a world pandemic, yeah. like not going to happen. So I paid all this money and sold my soul. And they told me I didn't have this cancer, but they didn't know what I had. And they sent me home. And so then they just started giving me drugs to feel better. Um, but like didn't really help the problem. So I decided I didn't want to look like I was dying anymore. So I had this weird midlife crisis. I was also turning 40. Like I have this mystery illness. I can't barely like bathe myself. I decided by the will of God that I'm going to just buy makeup and watch YouTube for days and become the most beautiful woman you've ever seen. So that, (laughs) um, and I went, I went so deep and then I'm like boxy charm. What? And then, like, of course, once you get BoxyCharm, you have to, like, subscribe to all the Facebook groups. And then it's like, what? What? You can sell BoxyCharm, right? So then What is BoxyCharm? Actually- okay. So BoxyCharm is a box of, like, random makeup. And you can pay for different tiers. Oh, okay. And it has, like, like a subscription. Yes. It's okay. a subscription box for makeup. However, that isn't really the cool part about Boxy. It's that every so many months they have this sale and it's like really expensive items for like nine bucks. So if you're a reseller, you were in heaven. Oh, that's awesome. And if you're me, who's like, dude, I really dug that I got this in this box, but I'm not going to go to Ulta and pay $95 for a skin cream. Like, yeah, I'm going to buy it off Jenny for 10 bucks. You know, I'll pay $250 shipping. Well, so apparently, so I was all reading all this. I'm like, I would never sell makeup online, or at least I thought, but now... I can't even show you guys my makeup cord. <laughs> um, well, How many caboodles do you I, think you could put it in? <laughs> well, I so I bought this like whole vintage like cart that would be. Is that all you know, full of makeup? That's just some. Well, that's mostly Korean skincare. That's my other addiction, Korean skincare. <laughs> 
That's very good. specific, Katie. I know. I, I found Your a really looks dark, amazing. specific hole. <laughs> um. So, yeah, but so the girls on there were very, I mean, how they have to sell their stuff in a Facebook forum is very incredible. So they'll have these bulks of makeup. They have a comment. They have to say, like, you know, is it used? Is it new? Do they have dogs? Like, it's very specific in how they sell. Well, they were very, apparently it was very lucrative at one point. And then they changed how shipping worked through merchants. Um, and obviously a lot of girls got screwed. Like there was like a big thing. Now everybody's freaking out over like, oh my God, we're going to get a 1099, you know, cause we're balling so much. It's really going to push us into that next tax bracket for spending that 600, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I'm always hesitant too, because I like listening to your first episodes, like I'm a people pleaser. I want to make people happy. I would be the idiot that says, this is totally new. And then then be like, you're a lying bad person on the internet (laughs) for everybody to see. Um, But I have a girlfriend who annoyingly when her ink runs out is like, oh, here, print all these labels. And like, she's selling crap on Poshmark. Like it's freaking nothing, you know? And then there's my husband, like, what are you doing, Katie? You're just donating this back. Like, what? And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) the energy will come back to me. Like in the form of Cashmere sweater with tags. I don't know. Like, yeah, we got to get you selling because, yeah, listen, if us two dingbats can do it, you can well, do it. And you have <laughs> access to amazing I inventory. Yes. Okay. I do. And, yes. And I also have a buddy. Um, I highly, this is my secret tip for all the, the listeners out there. I have um, a senior citizen best friend who lives two doors down, and Tuesday's a senior's day. <gasps> um, so if you don't have a senior thrifting buddy, you're really thrifting wrong. And, you know, we really, really need to do more outreach because the geriatric population is amazing, you know? And, and they can get you a not to mention a they have, <laughs> Yeah. Not to mention they probably have inventory that maybe they would like say, Hey, would you like to sell this? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. So what what is the seniors discount? Um, we don't have that. We might we just haven't paid attention because we don't go thrifting with anybody older. Oh, yeah. Um, It varies. So sometimes they have like different tags, like 60, 20, 30, Tuesday day. Um, It it definitely varies. Also, which I haven't been successful at this, so I don't think that mine do. But like, I don't get these amazing coupons that everybody I don't either. Where are the coupons? coupons? Yes. Well, so yeah, there's coupons. Also, I do know this, that there are a whole population of people that receive funds um, to places like Goodwill and ARC through vouchers. Um, so there is a type of currency out there that you can also exchange. Not that that applies to us, but for anybody listening that might have um, need of financial help, there are some vouchers that will allow you to buy clothing and they do sell new mattresses at most ARC locations. Oh, oh wow. That's great. So, but I do see on Instagram um, resellers talking about their Goodwill coupons. Now, the one thing I do have is... Lacey, are the Goodwill that we like in Richmond? Yes, they have like a punch card. Did you card. get the punch card? Oh. Yes. Yeah, so yes. I have that. But we do have this incredible little, little thrift store called <laughs> Shout out to them, but then that discloses my location. Everything <laughs> right, is I'm, I'm going to cut that out. I'll cut that out. Please do. It's a really small place. All of their proceeds um, go to global causes. Everything's pre-picked for you, but at a quarter of the cost. Every single employee is a volunteer. Um, 
the hard part, and they have a punch card. The hard part for me is that like, there's not a high enough turnover of selection. So it's like a once a month type stop in. Like, so I might miss some things, but it, you know, it's, but it's like the price is just so cheap. Like it's just, yeah, I think I I got a book there for like a quarter the other day. And I'm just like, you just can't get, unless you're at a garage sale, you just don't get these prices now at resale. Like you just don't. Okay. So what you're doing, like, what do you need? uh, You need from us, you need a shipping episode. So I'd love a breakdown of a shipping episode. I'm by nature a behavior analyst. So I love to take like huge things and take it into very small steps. Okay. So I would love a day in the life of Lindsay's sweater. <laughs> now I understand that that you guys have multiple challenges to staying on track. And if you couldn't tell, I do too. In fact, you guys diagnosed my ADHD in episode three as I was in the middle of cleaning my kitchen while cooking and folding laundry, listening to you say, oh my God, my house is just like one big, like it'll all get done. Yeah, I'm there. I live. Oh my God, we're doctors. Oh, you're welcome, Katie. I think that, I think an episode of like, this is today, I'm going to go from beginning to end of how to sell this sweater. Um, I also, you know, one thing that I need to keep in mind too, is just that, um, it is just online selling. Like it isn't this big deal. Like, I don't know what I'm so freaking scared about. I love our mail. Like our whole like post office has really awesome candy. So like, there's no excuse. I could, you know what I mean? It's dreamland is living in over there. Like, I, know. I know. I pay a lot of money. They, they, and, they yeah. stab yeah. us when we walk into our post office. They're like, you have to like dodge because the employees there, they'll kill you on site. They don't like us. They, don't, they want you to know that they don't like you. You are an inconvenience for walking into the post office. You can bleep out the name of our post office, but it even sounds beautiful. Oh, wow. It's a Hallmark <laughs> store. Like you go so through jealous. and they have the line now, like, and it, you have to go through all the stuff you don't need, but you're like, oh my gosh, got the greatest tweezers that have a flashlight on them. <laughs> totally. So we don't. At the post so office. So the, the, um, the platform I use to edit our podcast, it has some stock sounds, but a beep is not one of them, which pisses me off. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just like voiceover. I'll just do I'm going to do that. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to beep over the name of your post office. And what was the other thing? You said something else that you're like, cut that out. The name of her private, the small little thrift store. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to beep both of those out. Beep. Um, But again, downtown where we live, huge bins, like the biggest, one of the biggest, like super. And I haven't been down there, mind you, like up until six months ago, I was still immunocompromised. So like, yeah. Going down to the depths of inner city Denver, which probably isn't as bad now because that area is now just marijuana grow rooms. Um, like they <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. that's all it is. It reeks. Tracks. I'm pretty yeah. sure though, if we go, like hey, we're just gonna reek because it. it I'm, I'm driving by on the highway going 75 and it reeks. So I'm gonna be too tempted to get high, and that is not a good combination when you're trying to thrift. It's not good. Uh, no, it's not. no. I I would vote against that. That's why there's not a lot of like weed uh, thrifting tours in Denver. You know, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think that. the market is that a thing isn't. anywhere because I'm very interested in that story um they sell tickets to a, like some cannabis church here so you can go on sundays and it's like a laser light show and you can like smoke weed <laughs> in this old church 
Yeah, there's um, that's I'm, amazing. I'm just so old, and people's parents, like, I don't know. I'm sure my friends, like, well, nobody's visited because of COVID. You know what I mean? Right. It's not like back in the day, though. Like, people would come and visit, and it would just crack me up the amount of stuff that they thought that they could consume in the short amount of time they were here. <laughs> and so I literally, we would just have this like jar in the garage that people would just leave stuff like, Oh, we're flying out. I'm like, Oh, there's the paraphernalia jar. Just put it all in there. Like they have another one at the airport, <laughs> but leave so, it for us. Don't, don't take it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know. This is amazing. Well, we're, we're hopefully close behind you here in Virginia. We're, yeah. We're, yeah. We'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. But we're supposed to be getting recreational dispensaries in the next couple of years. It's surreal. Um, I remember I like woke up and I like had a baby and I was like, it was right on our election time. And I'm like, weed's legal. I can't smoke. There's nothing. I just, this is such weird <laughs> watching Harold and Kumar sober. It was just so bizarre. <laughs> what an odd time. But you know, we've lived through so much guys. It's really wild. <laughs> right? It's wild. Like we, we made it. So Katie we made it through the eighties. Like <sighs> barely. I, I, I think Camden and Jackson, they're just like a month or two apart, right? Like Jackson was born in November. Yeah. October, 2012. Yeah. Yeah. So Jackson we, was November, 2012. We are in prime diary of a wimpy kid reading mode. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I'm super into Owl House. I don't know Owl House. Uh, it's a really good show. Like all the cartoon, what is it? Disney XD shows are really good. Really okay. good. And they have like famous people that do all the voiceovers. Aquafina's one of them. Like it's fun. Like love her. Yeah. Right. Oh, all amazing. right, ladies, it's 1.30. We gotta start wrapping up because yeah, I actually have go to go get kid. a book for Zoe for Christmas before I go pick them up at school. Ah, <sighs> well, there you go. Well, I am so thankful that you had me. I love listening to you guys. I will Thank continue you. to thrift and hoard the high-priced items and start to get better. <laughs> and, and I think the best part is that I am not in this huge hurry. And um, I also think that I probably would have a big following in a marketplace-type situation. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good idea. Because um, there's a lot of girls like me that do want a banana sweater yeah. but like yeah don't have the time to pick so i've thrifted quite a few banana pieces and like i have no problem with that i will say this the the higher quality clothes that i have thrifted have lasted longer the problem with living a thrifted lifestyle is your clothing are not going to last that long they right. use clothing you know um i did purchase my very favorite shirt that i've ever owned in my life last week um it said <laughs> i know it already it's only been a week but we're soul we're soulmates and this shirt and i that i just lifted <laughs> last week okay. favorite this. favorite favorite it's black and it just says <laughs> in really small white letters in the front i am not a rapper <laughs> I'm wearing it to the Christmas party for third grade next week. <laughs> I kind of want that on your tombstone. I oh. think that is so fitting I, for your soul. Or a neck tattoo. <laughs> or right, like the face tattoos are super, and I could get it over yeah, my yeah. pigmentation that I'm trying to take away with Tret. Like all this big, big. I am not a rapper. T- yeah. In case you were confused. <laughs> I don't front. It's right here. <laughs> 
Oh, I love you, ladies. It yeah, is. I love you. We will definitely do a follow up once I like have sold my first item. Yes, that's yes. exactly I what I was thinking. Right. I was like, you're coming back on once you get. I'm going to take some notes for you guys on the things that I tried or didn't try or like what, you know, what's going on with that. Um, I also snooped. Um, and I think I'm getting one of those cool thermal printers that do the like, um, at least that's what I think it is. Um, <laughs> and, and I think then that will be my jump start of like, Hey, I really don't have an excuse. I can print my own label. Exactly. Yeah, you can go to your post exactly. office. You get the free shipping supplies. You get the, the thermal print. Yep. It's- Buy the bougie gummy bears at the post office. Do, well, that's right. Do not be afraid of the shipping. It's so flipping yeah. easy through Poshmark. It's yeah. intimidating, we'll I think, to do like through eBay at first, but I mean, it's yeah. not once you figure it out. But Poshmark, the shipping is so easy. So, so well, so and now yeah. that I printed both of you, I can definitely phone a friend and yeah. be like, hey, yeah, hey. yeah, yeah, you're Absolutely. my group. You can adult and help me. I feel yeah. like after three years of being in bed, it's so weird. I'm like, what's going on in this world? I, I like, I'm t- I've turned into my mother. Nothing. I'm, you know what's going on in this world? Nothing. We're in a pandemic. We're all at home. That's what's happening. <laughs> hey, welcome to a healthy life. Sorry, you have to stay home. I know, right? I'm like, I lived through this for this. <laughs> Yay. Here comes your next variant. Oh, Lord, help us all. <sighs> No, well, Katie, it was so good to talk yeah. to you hey, for the hey. first time in 24 years, in case you didn't feel old already. I, I'm in denial yeah. and I'm, you know, I'm so thankful that I had that small sliver of time and like, you guys are so important to me. It was like such a magical, I can't believe it was just like a brief year and such a like fast timeline, but like it, it meant so much. We did so many things. And- I feel like I knew you like all through high school, not just like. It, it was insane. It was a really, yeah. it was like I had a full high school experience as a freshman and there were yeah. like certain seniors that were super cool and like super understanding there's super senior some seniors that were horrible but i will yeah. always remember an amazing time in new york um that was a oh that happy trip trip and then yeah, everybody yeah. got food poisoning on the airplane home. Was- <laughs> i didn't i didn't, I didn't either <laughs> Uh, amazing <laughs> oh thank love you guys you. love you guys yeah. have a great time and i will after the holidays um i'll let you know if i got the printer yes and then okay. um i will i will definitely let you guys in on what i'm doing and hopefully i can do some more vintage stuff because like i i obviously know the price and the, the resale values of those things it's just it, again intimidating and i don't want crap broken in the mail so maybe a physics on how to pack a box of something fragile uh Oh, oh yeah. If you're going to get into home goods, yeah. Yeah. There. We might have to be self-taught there too. Yeah, no, there's, um, we could, we could practice sending eggs back and forth. In the <laughs> okay. Option one. It didn't work. It's leaking everywhere. It's, there's eggs Fail. all over the place. Fail. Oh. Uh, I think we're making your dogs bark. Oh, I know. <laughs> we're very happy. All right. Well, thank you so much, Katie. This was so oh, fun. Much love, girl. And and have a great holiday, yeah, Kwanzaa, too. New Year's, all of it. Yeah, and we'll too. speak Happy to you guys. Christmas, Kwanzaa. <laughs> Bye. Christmas. Bye, honey. Bye. Bye. Love Bye. you. Love you guys. See you later. Well, that was super fun. Thanks, Katie. Inter- <laughs> interviewing Katie. Thanks for being on the show. Katie from high school. <laughs> go, go Bearcats. B-E-A-R-K-A-T-S, bear, cat, bear, cat. I was about to say, you don't know the song, do you? I do. I was waiting to jump in. Okay, okay. All right.
All right, Katie from high school, thanks for being on the show <laughs> this week. It was super fun. Um, join us next week. Well, actually, we might take next week off. We don't know. But if we're here, TBD. we'll be t- we'll be talking about Brittany mm-hmm. and thrifting yes. and reselling. All those. And also, if you like what you're hearing, why don't you come and join us on the Patreon? At the $5 level, you can get... Um, what? Why are you looking sister, at me like that? Sister. What? We don't have a Patreon. Yeah, yeah it's called manifesting. No. Uh, okay. Oh, dear, the secret. <laughs> <laughs> All right, join us on the pates and next week's ups. Future pates. I you're confusing people. Mostly they me. Know. <laughs> they, they know what they're getting into here. Oh, two sisters. Unfortunately. One podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One podcast. <laughs> oh, we are getting really bad about that. Bear cat edition. <laughs> bear cats. Bear, bear cats. B E A R K A T. You don't know how to spell bear cats. All right, we got to go. <laughs> dun, 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 Go. There it is. Thrifter Sisters. Thrifter Sisters is written and recorded by me, Lindsay. And me, Lacey. Produced and edited by Hot Moms of Seaville Productions. Music is written and performed by Mariana Bell. See you next week. Bye. Bye.